Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, living, adventuring, engaging, witnessing on this journey of a lifetime. So looking at changing everything without changing anything, it's actually sort of a spontaneous phrase that came up. A friend of mine was telling me about this book she was reading by a Japanese author because she wanted to expand her repertoire culturally of authors she was reading. And it was translated into English. And it was a series of short stories about the people that went to this particular coffee shop. It was somehow like a magical coffee shop that had this like magical hour or so. If you went, you could travel back in time. There were certain constraints on it, but it wasn't from like a sci-fi point of view. It was actually from a human interaction. And inevitably, these people landed up going back in time and perceiving a situation differently. And then as she was telling me the story, it was like how these people had a change in the way that they saw a situation. So then everything changed without changing anything because they actually came back to the present time where nothing had changed but yet everything had changed because the way they saw things changed so although nothing all the events all the people the situations were all the same because they saw it differently everything had changed although (laughs) where everything changed without changing anything. So it was such a cute phrase, and this sort of came up for me recently because a friend forwarded this photo of these kids, like lined up um, with cameras and stuff, and you literally see these kids on a bed holding cameras. But like, if you can sort of defocus on the image or the thing that worked for me was putting it at a far away distance that I couldn't actually focus to see the individual children anymore then there's certain like black spaces negative spaces that spell out words in Hebrew that say the end of August like end August but it's in Hebrew so it was just so fascinating on so many levels because it was like What fascinated my friend was that this was how you can change perspective and do something different and see something a little bit differently. And then you're seeing something completely different, how everything changes without changing anything (laughs) because you're still looking. Nothing has changed in the image. It's still the same image that you're looking at. But because of seeing it differently from a different point of view, everything changes. Oh, and there were so many amazing learnings out of this because, God, I had no clue. So I get this over WhatsApp, right? I have no clue what I'm supposed to do. I don't understand where I'm supposed to look, how am I supposed to hold this, what am I supposed to see? So then I get kind of coached in person. (laughs) And the thing that worked for me was to actually fill the image on the screen, put the phone down and start to walk backwards to the point that I couldn't focus on the kids anymore. And then I started to see this lettering and then, oh my God, when I saw it, it was like, oh! <laughs> it was the coolest thing. And then what happened was as I started, to, I wanted to move it closer and still be able to see it. And then I found like if I tilted it at certain angles, I could see it. 
But what was so fascinating for me, so many levels of how sometimes something can be really easy for someone and then it's really just not so easy for somebody else. And just to have patience to hold someone until they can see and do for themselves. And the tendency, oh my Lord, when there's a habit, the tendency to go back and listen and be in the old ways. Because now I'm looking at this and I keep seeing these kids with the photos. And it's what I've seen. It's what I'm used to seeing. So it's like I really have to like train my eye, my mind to see something different. And it was also just that patience of building a new habit takes time and it takes awareness. And even if you know, (laughs) even if you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that there's this tendency to go back to a particular shape. Wow, 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 wow. So I also thought that was like just beautiful to be with process and to allow for that. And then the other aspect that all of this amazing learning that came out from just this share of this image was also how the reason I found it so difficult to focus then and see the lettering was because I can see kids holding cameras and it's like I'm so fixated on something that I'm familiar with that to actually see past the familiar, it's like I kept wanting to focus on what I knew. And then I remember also this art book where this woman had the idea that the reason so many people claim or say they can't draw because so many times people draw what they're conditioned to believe things should look like. You know, like a person is a stick figure. Like a house is this block with like the triangle roof and the doors and windows. And it's sort of like a stereotypical, like a standard way of drawing as we grow up. And that often then when people look at something and you know what you're seeing, they don't actually just draw what they see. They draw an idea of what they think the whole image should look like, pre-programmed. So one of the exercises is she gives them a picture upside down, even like a just a line drawing. And so many times when people are drawing it upside down, they're stopping to focus on what it is, and they're literally just drawing the lines and shapes. And it's amazing afterwards to turn it around and see how accurate it is to the original. So that was also here of how (laughs) it was hard to see the black, like the negative spaces, because I just kept focusing on what was familiar and what I knew. Hi. So there was just so much value and it's kept very amused um, by it. And then trying to train myself to like see, see them. Um, yeah, it's still not there to like, and it's also amazing how it's like impossible to see both at the same time. It's like either I see the kids in the cameras or I see the negative spaces in the lettering. But I cannot see both at the same time. Yes, it's also just that humility of, it just reminds me as well, the beautiful practice in Imago of the idea that even if we're speaking the same language, like I'm speaking Lorenese, and if I were to be speaking to a friend, Natalie, she'd be speaking Natalie's. And yeah, we each have our own language. 
um, on our own sort of planet of our own, despite the fact that even we are speaking the same, you know, physically we're both speaking English by the book, but like, you know, in terms of someone to listen to us, but we still, our language is, oh, it's got nuances and everything that are each from our own individual planets and worlds. And the whole deep thing of Imago, of hearing someone deeply, is to come across this bridge to someone else's world and see something from someone else's perspective. And in order to do that, you need to leave your world, cross the bridge, and enter someone else's. And this was the thing also with this image, that I can't hold both at the same time. There's one or the other. So beautiful, beautiful learnings. And on this note, just offer you that, wow, here is to practices, to realizing the power of perspective and to seeing things differently because then everything changes without changing anything. And here is to everything changing without changing anything because, and like a friend of mine that I met up with tonight who was saying that everything has got different aspects and different perspectives and you can go into the labelings of the positive or the negatives and we choose. We choose the perspectives of every situation. So here is to everything changing without changing anything by finding oh, the juicy, yummy, appreciative perspectives and the ones that yeah, fill us with a sense of gratitude and awe and fascination and wonder. Oh, happy adventuring, precious heart, until we meet again. Mwah.